Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Welcome. What's that? (laughs) I just pressed record. I didn't even tell you. (laughs) Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan. I'm here with Matt Yant. Um, And we are going to be reading scripture today. Today is the 30th of December. Today is my anniversary. Really? Yeah. Nine years with Rachel. Happy anniversary, Brendan and Rachel. Thank you very much. I was yeah, fishing for may, that. But. <laughs> may you know the Lord's favor and blessing and delight, not just today, but for many, 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 many more years. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to insert myself and take over as host. Like, okay. who, who was it this year? Um, was it Erin Rujink that, that kind of oh, took yeah. over your role as host? Yeah. She, so I'm inspired by Erin okay. Rujink. And um, you yesterday asked me a very... Uh, significant question. You asked me to, as I look back on 2020, um, could I summarize in two minutes, which I didn't, I took way longer than that. Like just what's, what's a big takeaway, you know, from, from 2020. Um, So I want to bounce that back to you because I think the listeners would love to hear their host share some of this. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Matt. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think uh, this has been a really crazy year for me it's it's been really revealing in a lot of different ways i think it's also been quickening like it's it's like fast forwarded so many things that i think even though it's only been nine months since the beginning of the pandemic it feels like in in terms of how things have progressed it feels like it's you know, like three or four years past the beginning of it. Not just because it's been a long nine months, mm-hmm. but just like where we are as a church and where I am personally and where, you know, just, it just feels like it's accelerated things. You know, it's stimulated a lot of people, including myself, to reflect and go, what's really important, you know, to reassess things at a level that would have taken a lot longer to reassess all those different things, you know. So I think we would have gotten around to assessing those kinds of things and making changes Mm -hmm. like in maybe three or four or five years, but it all happened in like nine months. So Mm -hmm. I think that's why I was so stressful. There's so much thing under the limelight, but for me personally, um, I I also have the same similar reflection as you did yesterday where it's just, there's an, there are no win situations everywhere. You know, there it's like, it's like, making two bad choices you know mm-hmm. do you want a, a a spider sandwich or do you want a jellyfish to crawl in your underwear like <laughs> you know like both things are terrible and uh it's like well okay then it kind of on one hand it feels crippling but on the other hand it's really freeing because you go all right i'm just gonna have to let go of the ability to make a great decision here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to let go of, of being able to make 
myself and other people happy. Um, and that does, that's done a lot in me personally to let go of that. And, um, and also like in, in March when this all started, like job descriptions just kind of went out the window. You just mm -hmm. kind of do what you got to do because everything's changing and every day is an adaptation. Remember at the beginning, every week, like at Victory Point, it was like, it felt like a game show. You know, like when, when you have like chopped mm -hmm. and like they give the, the cooking show. Yeah. They're like, all yeah. right, and here's your ingredients. And you've got, you know, <laughs> 20 minutes to make it. And uh, it's going to be put before you have to present it to a judge. And then they finish it. The judge is and they're like, all right, start all over again. You know, uh -huh. like, and you have to do that over and over again. And that's how it felt at the beginning where it's like, here's the new requirements, you know, um, mm -hmm. and here are, here's a new situation. Here's a new spread of the virus or whatever. Here's a new announcement or executive order. So make a leadership plan. And you have, you know, three days yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you finish it. And then there's a new executive order. There's new data out or there's new guidelines or whatever. And it was just like exhausting, but also really good leadership experience. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I think what I learned through all this is um, the, the main thing that comes to me is I am not my role. You mm. know, um, I like, I don't know what, I'll be doing in a month from now. You know, we don't know what the situation will be. Mm -hmm. And so I can't like have the kind of consistent predictability of being able to say, well, this is what it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. And so I will work towards that. There's so many, so many variables that I, I'm kind of just left with myself, like who I am mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and so you kind of, I've kind of learned to, lean on my own like identity more and my gut instincts mm -hmm. and my um my perceptions of the world and my relationship with god my identity in christ be like this is what i'm i'm going to do you know there's so many choices about how to make decisions how to move forward that i'm just going to have to go with my gut there's no map for this there's no you know protocol and so everything's kind of make it up as you go and that's made me, it, not just professionally, but also personally with our family, it's made me have to go, well, this is what I want then. Because it, it has to come down to what, what am I called to and how is God leading me? I just have to be like, well, this is all I've got. You know, there's no, no protocol. So we just kind of got to go with our gut and improvise through this. And that's strengthened my identity in Christ, I think, to have to go, you know, this is what's most important to me. This is you know, I am not my role. I'm not my position. I'm not what other people think of me. I'm not my relationships. I'm a child of God. And all I've got is today. And that's a huge value. Um, mm -hmm. Because there's, I mean, there's just eternal value in the present moment that I think yeah. I was missing before. Thank you for your, your honesty, your vulnerability. I put you on the spot with that question. You didn't have preparation for that. Um, there's, there's some great wisdom in revelation in, in what you're bringing and i can't think of a more perfect segue or setup into today's passage hey, hey. Um, when you talk about identity and segue does our identity come from our doing or our being you know um mm -hmm. and, and i just want to just take a second here brendan and just personally say thank you to you 
for your partnership in leading Victory Point through this season. I know this season, I hate using that word because I think it's, we're always in a season and, and this season is <laughs> going to continue. Um, it's not like when we turn to January 1, like, like everything's different, you know. Um, but uh, you, I wish people could see behind the scenes. Uh, uh, I wish they could see our elders and, and how they make decisions and, and just really um, seek the heart of God. I wish people could see our staff in action, but uh, you're the one on the call or Zoom call with me right now. Um, so you're the one I could speak to and speak about, but just thank you for your leadership. You've done so many things that weren't on your job description and um, you've done them quickly and you, you, you've done them um, with excellence and uh, your heart for the church, especially um, the scattered church and the, the smaller church and the house church um, and, and the things you've brought, you know, to bear this season. Um, I, I don't even know if we understand the, the um, implications of all that yet. So just thank you for your partnership this year. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Like, How about I read Galatians 4, 4 it's through great. 7? It's great. I wasn't even thinking of this passage when I was yeah. talking about this. As year, you so. were talking, I'm like, is he just setting us up for this? Because it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what Paul says to the Galatians. Galatians 4, 4 through 7. But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you, are his, because you are his sons and daughters, I would add, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. So Brendan, as you hear those words and as you reflect on what you just said, what grabs your attention, bubbles up, resonates with you, speaks to you out of Paul's words? Yeah. Uh, thanks, Matt. Are you really taking on this host role? Really yeah, I don't want to be well. the host like beyond this week, but uh, today. <laughs> it suits you. <laughs> uh, the word law stakes out to me. Hmm. Um, I think law can mean a lot of things. One, you've got law, you know, the Mosaic law, the mm -hmm you know, the commands of God that we could never fulfill, um, that Jesus was born under that and, and um, went to those who were under this um, immense spiritual weight of having to fulfill the law. You also do law in terms of the way the Pharisees interpreted that law, mm -hmm. you know, and the way the Pharisees kind of imposed perfection of the law to everyone, hoping that the moral and spiritual perfection of the people of God would hasten the day of the Lord, mm -hmm. you know, which it kind of did, I guess Jesus was born in the law, you know, but, um, but Jesus came to free people from that. Mm -hmm. Or you could go the law of Caesar, you know, that, that, you know, the people were born in oppression and Jesus was born under the rule of Herod, you know, mm -hmm. and, and he came to the people who were oppressed politically and who were uh, marginalized, people who had their rights taken away from them, their land taken away from them, and he came to speak to them. But then there was also the wider application of the law of like what I was talking about, about my year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the things that we tell ourselves that we must do in order to be okay, in order to be successful, in order to mm -hmm. be righteous, um, the things that we tell ourselves we have to do or that are part of us. And 
that God wants to strip all those things away, which is exactly what I feel like 2020 was the opportunity for, mm-hmm. for us to be stripped away from the, our false identities mm-hmm. um, and for God, for Jesus to be born amidst that and to say, you are not the things that you think define you. You are not any of your roles or relationships. You're not your money. You're not your possessions. You're not your, um, you know, uh, job descriptions. You are um, a child of God and that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something really humbling about that, but also mm-hmm. something really freeing about that. How about you? Oh man, so much, but I'll just uh, try to consolidate. But that phrase adoption, you know, adoption to sonship, it made me think of your wife, Rachel, mm-hmm. who I know uh, walks alongside families in the journey of adoption. And when I think about um, being, you know, Paul uses this language that, that we are adopted into God's family. Um, you know, we as, as the children, uh, we don't do anything to make that happen. I mean, he takes the initiative and extends the invitation um, and, and pays the price, the, 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 a huge price. You know, we've been bought with a price. Like he, it's an expensive adoption. I think of like domestic adoption and international adoption. And people talk about like how expensive, especially international adoption is like, this is universal adoption. That's, that's the price of universal adoption is, is skyrocketed compared to even international adoption. He, he, <laughs> he paid the price with his son. And um, all we get to do is say yes and, and receive it and respond to the invitation. And when we do that, when we, when we respond to the invitation to exchange our life and our name and, and our identity and, and to receive what Jesus has done for us through his life, death, and resurrection, um, all that comes with that. Like, like we become heirs and um, like everything that the, the new family owns and possesses and has to offer um, is ours now. And the beautiful thing is it's not ours like, like that we wait to get to when our, our, our parents die. It's like, no, you have it right now. Like, like you have possession and access to all the richness of the father's kingdom because you're his kid. And um, there's just something so beautiful in that. And it makes me think of, I know you know this guy, uh, Cesar Kalinowski. Um, he, he's just, uh, he's, he's a cool dude with an amazing mustache. And he, <laughs> he, yeah. he, he, run, he has this podcast called Everyday Disciples, which I would encourage anybody to make that their second listen to podcast after this. Um, but uh, he has this phrase he uses a lot. And it's like, um, be to do. He, he says like most of us, like, like we, we live our lives due to be like, I do all these things in order to become this, in order to have this approval or, you know, um, and, and the way it works with God is you don't, you can never do to be, it starts with be to do like this is God says he's the source in, in the declarer of our identity. We're his beloved sons and daughters. How great is the love, John says, that the Father has lavished upon us, that we should be called children of God, and that is who we are. And out of that, we live freely now and lightly because we're not working for his approval. We're working out of it. And that's, a, that's something I've learned over the years that I have to keep coming back to and being reminded of because my human tendency is to to do, to be like, if I can just lead well or make the right decision, you know, then I can have, have all this, you know, like blessing and approval from God. But 
I, I get to start with it because I've been adopted because of nothing I've done, but because of the credible price he's paid. Um, uh, everything that's, that's true of Jesus is now true of me because he's my brother. And everything that is available in the kingdom is available to me now because I'm a son of God. Like, I want to live with that perspective um, increasingly more and more as, as I get older. Like, and um, I don't know. I, I went off. I'm sorry. But that was, this is a great word to me, Galatians yes. 4. Great reminder. Yes. Yeah, thanks for that, Matt. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, everybody, go the rest of your day knowing that you have been freed from mm-hmm. whatever things that you thought defined you. Um, you can even make a list. Like, like what, like what things define you as a person? Mm-hmm. What, and then scratch off everything else except for, for being a child of God. Oh, that's and good. How how freeing that is. Um, and then to figure out like what's one way you could like respond to that that truth mm-hmm. you know so that go in peace everybody and we'll be with you tomorrow bye thanks for listening to the bible reading plan podcast if you have any reflections on the scripture we just read please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message we'd love to hear from you let me send you on your way with a blessing the lord bless you and keep you The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.